It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It's 4.52 p.m. right now. It's crazy because I forgot that I put Alexa on pause earlier. And um, so some, sometimes I'll ask, I'll ask her to play, you know, I'll ask her to play <clears throat> something. I'll say, hey, can you play this? And, um, you know, a lot of times she'll play that. Uh, now, sometimes, um, sometimes I don't, I can't think right at that moment of what I want them to, wanted her to play. So a lot of times I can't think of it right then and there. And I'll just be like, uh, Alexa, play, you know, and then, and there'll be like a three second pause and I'm trying to think about it. And then she'll just choose something for me. And she'll be like, oh, I'll. I'll play something that you like. And all of a sudden, she usually play a playlist that I, I had listened to earlier or something, you know, within the week or what have you. So, um, I, was, I was going to say, Alexa, play Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young. And I was going to ask her, ask her to play that. But I, but I just blanked at the name. So I just happened to say, Alexa, play. And so then it played, it finished up a, uh, I guess it was in the middle of playing like a, um, what, what do you call it? It was, uh, it was, uh, uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. It, it, I forgot that earlier it was playing that and I told her, told her to pause because I was, I was learning some music for this upcoming uh, February 20th show. So I was playing some music, so I put her on pause. And so I forgot that that was the song, that it was on pause. Me and Julio over to my schoolyard. And so what was interesting was, she just started playing it, and then the very next song is a Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young song. Our house is a very, very tiny house. A very, very small, a very, very, very small house or something. I don't know. Our house is a very, very, very small house. I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, you heard it here live, folks. Synchronicity in action. Wow, that... That, uh... Was pretty, uh, awesome. Oh, what? Are they shooting something on the street? Oh, my God. I think they're shooting a movie around here. Uh, so I was leaving the apartment just now. I'm going, yep, there's a security guard out there. It's only a matter of time until I find those, yeah, the uh, honey wagons around here. Makeup trailers, wow. In your own yard, isn't that crazy? When you live out in California, this type of stuff happens all the time. And it happens all the time. It's It's abundant. Productions are abundant out here. So, I'm in Jenny's car right now, going to pick her up from Chicago. And uh, as I was exiting, the guy downstairs had a bunch, had a scuba tank, and his and a suit. He had a suit flung over a, uh, a lawn chair, and then, and then the the oxygen oxygen tank just right there. And uh, it's just so crazy. I'm like, wow, you doing some scuba out there? He goes, I'm checking checking for leaks. He's checking it out in the hot tub. I thought, man, that's pretty cool. And he's the same guy who uh, actually, when our cat Oliver, Jenny's cat Oliver, escaped, we didn't know where he was at. It turns out that. I guess Oliver went running around uh, in the apartment complex and uh, a nice neighbor ended up getting a hold of him and holding on to him for us overnight. And that was the guy downstairs. I didn't even realize the guy right downstairs. So there he was out in the backyard doing some stuff with uh, scuba. So that's, that's a first. That's a first. Turn it into a freaking filming location. So they oh. All the, the neighbors are... Oh boy! So they got this really nice house, and they're like, "Okay, we're just going to keep renting it out." And all the neighbors got to just deal with all this craziness all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
and the filming in LA now, because of all the different streaming services and all that, it's out of freaking control. There's so much filming going on. And wow. They can't even fill like our spots. They can't even fill it. You know what I mean? It's 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 crazy how much filming is going on. It's amazing. It's movie magic at its finest. It's so crazy because. <laughs> People, people complain, but yeah. it brings so much money into this city. Right, and it's crazy because the same people are complaining, are watching those same shows that are being shot in their neighborhood. So it's so funny. They've never done it in my neighborhood. I don't know if I could deal with it. What are they shooting here, do you know? Uh, the Rookie. TV the Rookie. Show. Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Is it out yet, or is this like a new Yeah, thing? this is, I think, the second season of it. Do you have your SAG card? A lot of a lot of the security guys have SAG cards because no. they you know they end up getting you know going hey why not be in this scene or whatever. They don't want this in this. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no. no, we're uh, we're we're all well. They have different people. To, they have the private security guys, and like I'm I'm retired LAPD. Oh gotcha. And we do traffic control stuff. Where the oh. only ones allowed to do that. Security guards do the, okay. hey, you can't park here sort of thing on the street. Oh, gotcha. And they're directed by the studios. We're just here to, to have traffic flow. Basically. Oh, gotcha. So, Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's kind of fascinating, actually. I mean, it's just really quite fascinating. Where are you from? Uh, Chicago. Okay, I could tell. So it's like, I remember <laughs> the very first time I came out here to visit, I was visiting an old friend of mine, and... You know, I'd see like stuff like this just going yeah. on everywhere, and it's like, what the heck? Like that's yeah. so great. Yeah. And so that was part of the reason what inspired me to move out here was yeah. just like, whoa, I could live in a, you know, <laughs> live in a world where there are just stuff like this getting, you know, yeah. commercial shot over there, and yeah, yeah. freaking soap opera over here, yeah. reality show over there. And, like I can't believe the Brady House is close by. I, know. I, I was there with my dad. He was in town. I yeah, said, yeah. Dad, let's go check out the Brady House. It's around here somewhere. And then it was a whole nother world that. It's so funny, you just move down, like, if you just go down to, like, another block or so, it's like, what the heck? It, it seems like a whole different Yeah, I know. Town. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. I, and yeah. just, like, by the Brady House, I'm like, yeah. what the heck? I didn't know this whole, it's like I walked, went into a portal. I'm like, I didn't know this whole land existed I here. I know, yep. Yeah, I, like I say, I, I just couldn't take it anymore with the traffic and the crowds. I got the heck out of here. Were you ever an actor? Did you, were you ever, like, a part of this type no, of stuff? No, no, I was uh, LAPD. Retired. I just got in. You didn't work on chips or anything? No, <laughs> no, no. I did. I did these. They call them movie jobs for us. And I did them in the in the late '80s. And uh, and I just got burnt out, and I kind of put it off. And got involved in other things. And then when I got close to retirement, I figured, yeah, let me see if I can get back into it again. And, okay, you know, she stepped so. out to you. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. You get to meet all kinds of interesting actors and all yeah, kinds yeah. of people you're like i'm sure would just blow your mind you're like whoa my god i was just watching you on tv and here you are <laughs> well what's weird about that is it i i watch stuff and i don't watch the actors uh-huh i watch okay like background and location <laughs> and stuff. right right especially ones that i worked yeah uh, you know I, and I, by the way i could work like this will be a 14-hour day for me and this is a little different because i'm not near the shooting but on some of them where i'm I'll do like all day, 14, 15 and hours, and I'm seeing the filming, seeing so the scene, whatever they're doing, right. and then I'll go watch the TV show or the movie. Got it. Boom, two seconds. Oh, <laughs> they it, so much money. I, I know, it's so nuts. Much money. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, you know, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, there was dialogue for this thing, and you guys totally, like, just we had no like, problem. Just, where to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so nuts that how that is. a lot. But I, I, I tend to look at background where stuff was shot. Uh, background actor because the background actors are fun. You probably to recognize watch. a lot of them, and you're like, "Oh, I remember seeing that well, dude." They're, they're they're fun to watch, especially on like uh, like uh, TV series, sitcoms, and stuff like uh-huh. that. They all want to be discovered. Oh yeah. So you see them in the background doing over acting. Oh stuff. yeah, over accentuating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Be seen, you know. It's kind of fun to watch them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny. fun to sit and listen to them. Uh, you know, I just kind of listen to them, and they they all have done this that and the other thing and they call it actors by their first name and my next big thing is this and they, I, I feel for yeah. them you know they're trying yeah. to get into it and it, it ain't gonna, I mean it's like uh, the lottery man if you're if you're gonna actually hit but well it's interesting yeah. I used to do extra work when I first moved out here and standing work and stuff and, yeah. and it was it was interesting because then you start seeing the people that you're familiar with you're like oh my yeah, god yeah. it's that dude yeah, I worked yeah, with him yeah. on this thing yeah, and there he is in the background and yeah yeah um it, it was just, it's so funny because you just hear the same kind of recycled yeah, I know. complaints and stuff over and over again. 
there was one guy, I'll never forget it. It was a, like at a supermarket, and it was a, yeah, he was just a background guy, and he was supposed to come out with some bags. And uh, so they'd roll, and he'd come out, and he'd trip, and, and the grocers would come out, you know, and, and they're like, God, God. And he did like four times different things to be noticed. Oh, they, kind of a stunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> they threw him out? Yeah. yeah. They didn't like what he was doing? He was trying to be discovered. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That is so funny. It's so funny. It's a whole. It's a whole subculture of it life is. that goes on. Oh, it is, and it's huge here. It's just a big thing. I mean, that's why LA is what it is, because of the studios and stuff. Wow. Well, hey man, I got a bust out here. What's your name? Tim. I'm Kurt. Nice to meet you. Nice man. to meet you too. You take care. This is so cool that this is going on. Oh, that's all right. Right when I turned the corner, there was an empty spot right there. It was perfect. so cool there's there's a whole uh yeah as he said there's there's that show that's being shot uh rookie rookie down the street so i've never seen this show before if you've seen it let me know do you watch it is it on um is it on or is it just a new new thing brand new thing Um, gotta leave a note to myself as to where I parked this. Um, oh, yeah. So, there you go. You heard it. Um, you heard it. You heard it here. This is a rarity to be able to hear the behind-the-scenes stuff with people. How cool is that? So, if you live out in California, it's, it's probably you know commonplace for you to see stuff getting shot all over the place. Commercial here, student film over there, new media, TV pilot over here, all kinds, all kinds of stuff, all kinds. So when you live in a town like that, It's, uh, it's, cra- it's, it's crazy how that could be something like that commonplace. It's just so strange to me that something like that can be commonplace. So crazy, so weird. Um, it's, it's so interesting, huh? Whereas if you're living in Kentucky, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe movies and stuff being shot out there is just as commonplace. Who knows? I don't know. But you do, if you live out there. You know what it's like. So it's interesting how in different uh, cultures, different subcultures, there are things that just become commonplace. Oh, by the way, I just got the new Mad Magazine in the mail. And it's beautiful. They're starting to pack in old Mad Magazine material. For those of you who know what The Lighter Side of by Dave Berg is, The Lighter Side of, uh, you'll be pleased to know that in this issue, they, they put in his very first ever Lighter Side of. The very first one ever. It's so cool because you get to see the, the art, the original art, how it was. And it's so cool because they're, they're bringing in this old material from back in the day. And they're putting it into the magazines. And so now, the people who are just now coming across Mad Magazine, now they're being introduced to this, this um, it's like a historical, it's like a um, time travel thing. They get to see how, how the, how the, um, 
magazine has evolved through the years, which is awesome because that's so cool. They get to actually see the uh, that information just stamped right in there, that archive. So cool. That's that's and then and then of course those who read it way back in the day, they can read this and go, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And then just sort of reminisce in that. Jason McNeil has a bunch of, I think, all of my my old Mad magazines in his basement, along with my comic books. And God bless him for keeping them in there. I don't know if they're still in there, but holy moly! Just to think, like my Tick comics. My Mad Men comics, my, um, uh, what is it? Um, what is it called? Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Whoops, 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 whoops. Come on, come on, come on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Dark Knight Returns. Um, all right, guys. There we go. So yeah. Isn't that interesting? A TV show being shot right on my own street. Incredible, huh? Incredible. And just the other day we went location scouting for our movie. Look at that. Just the other day we went location scouting and now we got people over here who are using locations near to me. It's, it's so intriguing when you see how this stuff reflects right back to you, huh? Wow. Wow. More stuff like this to come later. It's uh, 4... It's 4.17 right now. February 20th. Heading up to the subway to take my way out to uh, tonight's gig at the Harvard Yard Bar with Monty Oblivion and the Dark Roads. So that's who's playing tonight. My sister Jenny will be playing the Cajon, which is a kind of a rectangular wooden box but you tap on it you sit on top of it and you tap the sides of it it's kind of kind of a conga but not really because it's it's a box but it, it makes good sounds they have some really high-tech uh cajones out there in the world this one uh does the trick and jenny will be playing that tonight along with me and uh, going over these songs, going over these songs. There's some new ones that have never been played live before. And I've really been trying to hammer out those details. One of the dreams was to play a couple of short films. It popped into my mind. Oh, yeah, wouldn't that be cool to play a couple of short films uh, during our set? And then Katie and Monty, they said... Uh, they, they thought I was talking about playing movies behind us while we were, um, you know, projecting projecting visuals onto the screen behind us while we were playing music. So that's still a possibility. <clears throat> that's still a possibility. So I made something really simple, really simple, pretty much a GIF. Pretty much a looping GIF, but uh, I made like a 45-minute. I made like a 45-minute um, thing, so that way, I figure my set's not going to be not going to be much more than a half hour. However, she said I could play a little bit past a half hour if I wanted to. So we just don't know. We just don't know. I was going to bring my laptop. I figured, um, well, what I did was I saved it onto a thumb drive 
And so then I was just going to play that just right out of the laptop. But then I realized, um, I don't know if, I'll, if I'm actually going to be able to, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to bring the laptop. It turn, turns out it's just, just makes me hot. It's heavy. So I just have my uh, guitar right now. I've got my uke slung over my back. And uh, we'll be getting on the train before we know it. This place is called the Harvard Yard Bar. It's out in Koreatown. My plan is to get up there about 5, between 5 and 5.30. I think Jenny's going to try to show up there at about 6 or so. So we'll see. We'll see. Apparently the doors open at uh, 8 or 8.30. I saw two different stories. One that said 8 o'clock and one that said 8.30. So we'll see what happens. Um, what I'm thinking is if I get up there early enough, I'm sure there's going to be a sound check, um, microphone check, whatnot. I'm so conditioned with uh, Yachtly Crew and showing up to these places really early. I'm so conditioned. I mean, not that I'm showing up really early to this one. Not really early. Uh, doors open at 8 or 8.30. I mean, it's possible that I think, I think I'm going to probably be the first one to play. Maybe I'll play at 9. Who knows? Maybe I'll play at 9. Maybe I'll play at... Uh... Not really sure how long they have allotted for the other guys. Not really certain. Uh, pardon me while I make a note to myself to move. Let's see. Move a car that's parked out there. Here we go. Move. Move car. I have the video on a flash drive in my pocket. I don't have my don't have my um, laptop with me, just because you know I do have. Oh no, I don't. I don't. Oh, that was the other thing too. I was going to bring my iPad. That's inside. That's inside the case. Inside the backpack that I didn't bring. But, you know, these are things. These are things you, uh, you come to realizations about as you find yourself traveling deeper down the rabbit hole. <clears throat> After all, you cannot see what progress you've made unless you first carve. You have to first start carving. You have to start somewhere. You have to start carving in a direction. Then you find out either... You're carving in the direction you intended, or you're ca carving in the opposite direction. However, maybe you like that direction better. Maybe that's more appealing to you accidentally. And then you just keep going. And you just follow your heart, I suppose. So, this is one of those things. Yes, I left the laptop back there. Yes, I left the uh, iPad back there. It's not essential, however, it might be nice if we get some videos tonight and or streaming live on one of our favorite services, perhaps Instagram. I was thinking Periscope. We shall see. We shall see. That is all for now. More later. I'll probably catch some behind-the-scenes stuff during soundcheck or even, even some interviews with the guys before they go on stage. All right. Thank you for hanging in there with me. Yo, yo, this is Polly Short. I'm usually cool, calm, and collected, but I need to call and rant, and I feel like this is the place I will be heard in an unjudged, fair manner. So here, this is my beef. My brother, Stony Shores, is one of the most creative, collaborative, honest, 
loving human being. And I feel like he is getting ripped off. His ideas are original. And unless he's getting some major kickback, Facebook has completely and unabashedly and shamefully stolen Stony Shores, a.k.a. Doobie McDonald's idea. For those of you who follow the icon, the pop culture phenomenon, Doobie McDonald, let, let, me, let, me, let me back up a little bit. If you've not heard of Doobie McDonald, you need to get off that Twitter chat, Facebook feed, and redirect your complete and undivided attention to the YouTube videos. That's right. I did mention another social media platform, YouTube, Doobie McDonald. Genius. Genius. He's a soothsayer. He is a, he is a trendsetter. Facebook has now stolen and completely taken his idea. You're all aware of the Kazoo Facebook Club. They have videos that are complete ripoff of Doobie McDonald's creation. Years ago, you'll see it. The same theme, joyous, happy, big smiles, collaboration, I might add, of kazoo enthusiasts. You'll see the same video created. Doobie McDonald's, you'll have to, uh, you'll have to tell my brother Stony Shores so that he can tell us when exactly that video and that idea was so beautifully and geniusly and you could tell the future. You knew that you knew you had your finger on the pulse of what this world we live in needs most. Kazula Palooza. I feel better. I hope that those of you who are not aware of the situation have feel felt enlightened and not and not threatened, I think you'll see that I'm not too far off the mark in my my analysis of Facebook's treachery and thievery and unoriginal. Look, look, look. I have it in my notes somewhere. You wrote down the dream that you're telling me right now. Yeah, just Samurai... It- He's laughing because I told him. Oh, my God. Yes, please. I've got to hear this. Please read this to me. All right, all right, I got this you. was your dream? Dream. Murder. This is blowing my mind. Dream. Murder in paradise. Yeah, the dream beautiful? was so long that I can't remember much of it isn't at all, that, but I remember. Beautiful? It mur- is beautiful. He's going to read me what this whole fuck? thing. I'm going to read you oh as, as soon as I woke up. I love the fact that you wrote this down right when you woke up. I, I love this. Dream. Murder in paradise. The dream was so long that I can't remember much of it at all, but I remember a murderer is running from a little girl who's chasing him through golden hills where the sun is setting. It all started at some family's house. Something's going down and there are two brothers, an elder and me. The elder is the worst of all. He's done something terrible, but we both are murderers. (laughs) Something goes down, I can't remember what, and the eldest brother, I believe, gets killed as well as one of the family members of the house we are at. Sorry, it's pretty, it's pretty choppy because I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tired. no, understandable. All right, so now I, the younger brother, get to run. <laughs> I'm running through golden hills while the sun is setting. The family has fallen behind, and now it's just their little girl and me chasing behind me with a knife. She's <laughs> much smaller than me. She's trying to convince me to let her, her kill me. Although very serious, she speaks to me in a sweet way. Finally, she's caught up to me, and I've stopped running. We begin, in the f- we begin to fight for the knife. Because I am grown and she is not, I pry the knife from her hand. Then a flash of her, almost as a newspaper, clishing, cli- newspaper clipping, shows her dead in front of me. Then back to reality. I don't have the heart to kill her. I get the feeling that I've done terrible things before, and I can't re- but I can't remember what. But whatever, I, whatever I've done, I don't want to do them again. So I give her the knife and tell her to kill me. The sun's almost set now, and I watch the sat- shadows of light and on. Fuck, oh, sorry. No, no, don't worry about <laughs> the, it. The, the sun's awesome. al- fascinating. The, the sun's almost set, and I watch the shadows of light on the golden hills before me. She sits behind me, holding my head. She presses her tiny knife on my neck, under my ear. 
She puts it in and it feels strange. I begin to die. I pull the knife out and throw it forward. Blood, blood th flows freely. Ooh. But the little girl behind me continues to hold, hold me and talk to me. Soon I am dead, but I can still see everything. She holds me until her family comes and she leaves. And that this was is incredible. That was your dream? Yeah, that was my dream. That yeah. was insane, dude. That was a weird. That was the weirdest dream I've ever had. Actually, not the weirdest, but it was pretty weird. Yeah. That's incredible. You you sat down and wrote and, and actually. But that like, was dictated. the end. Like I remember, like I do remember, like chasing a guy down and doing like, t like him and his dog. But I don't even remember. I remember this my brother. Incredible. Like, this I don't incredible. even have an older brother. But I remember it was this like incredible. a. I remember it was like a fucking big movie. Like I. I deserve to die. I remember that. Like I remember like deserving wow. to die. Wow. And then this you're little like accepting like, this your little sacrifice pure girl. Already. Like I remember being on top Tiny of her girl. and like flipping it on her and being like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Trying to end it, but then being like, ah, I can't do it again. I can't. And then I'm like, all right, dropping the knife and being like, kill me. Like I'm not this. That's the only way it can end. Wow. And it, I remember feeling it in the back of my neck. It felt so weird, not because it felt so. You weird. actually felt it in your dream. I remember like a lucid it, dream. It was so Vivid. real, like I felt it poking my spine, and I like pulled it whoa, out because whoa, I was whoa. so scared. <laughs> whoa, dude! And as soon as I pulled it out, blood was flowing, and whoa, and I like it was intense. So it was really vivid. Was I mean, you felt it like I a felt, real life. I woke up like <laughs> shook, but I woke up dead. Like I was like. And you remember that whole past before it, huh? You remember I that remember whole past? The, what happened? All I remember man. is I deserved it. All man. I remember, I don't remember exactly what happens, but I remember like, it was like a movie and I was a different person. I hurt people. Whoa. I hurt people and did bad things. And then I remember like what the little girl was like a pure, like God force. And she was coming Incredible. after me. Incredible. And I had the option to kill her. I was oh on top my of God. her. And I saw her dead in front of me. And I That's was like, intense. I can't, I can't do it. I let it kill me. Whoa, man. That's just fire, right? Damn. That's bro. incredible, like, you, you guys. I know. I wanted to, like, I want to make it a comic or, like, a movie. But I remember Dude. waking up and being like, it yo, sounds I got to like, write this down. This it sounds is crazy. like a crazy episode, you know? It sounds like that, that last ending in the episode. It, it bam, was, and all of a sudden the, the end, credits come up. That was the up. most, just, like... I don't this know. Unexpected just, ending. Yeah. I just like I wish I remember what happened before it. I just remember being like, ah, like we're trying to remember like what led up to that, right? Yeah, the dominoes like, what did I that do went to, like, put myself in that. I mean, because you felt that you deserved getting getting jabbed. At, get, yeah, getting like jabbed I, in I gave her the knife and she killed me. You know, but <laughs> this is so intriguing, you guys. And what was weird was I was like looking you up and then I was dead on the ground. Stuff. I couldn't move, and then her family came. And Whoa! They were like, All right, you killed him, and then they left. And I was just like, oh, Whoa! God. So they were like celebrating that you were dead. They were happy. They, they, yeah, they weren't sad. I, I was dead. And but then, how many family members would you say were there? We did something bad to them. Like I remember, my brother. Like they were like, victims. The family. They were was? victims. Yeah, they were chasing us down. So you got yeah. the idea that you and your brother were like a Jesse James type of thing. Pretty much. Like you and your brother were kind of like remember these killing, Like I do remember, like I don't remember what happens, but I remember being a witness to like my brother do something pretty, like he killed the guy and his dog or some shit. Like, and that. so was she the daughter of the family? She was. Yeah, she. So she was kind of getting but revenge. I, like, I don't even. Re I I just remember like being somewhere, some shit went down, and then I'm running, and then all of a sudden the, this little girl is running after me. Dude. Incredible. Yeah. It was, that it was, is vivid, man. It was a vivid, most vivid dream I've had. Yeah. Whoa, man. But that happened like three days ago. Whoa, man. Yeah. So, and you wrote it down right away? Yeah, In your I woke notes, up, right? but you know, the fucked up part was I barely remembered it. Like, I was like, I was trying to piece it together in my head. It's intriguing. See, that's the thing. When you don't edit it, when you just let it come out how it was, uh, it, it, it comes out as something quite extraordinary, you know? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Oh, that was incredible. Yeah, thank you. Tonight. Dude, thank you.
learned I just now learned that there are two artists that are named baby basically there's da baby and lil baby and you know of course my absurd mind is thinking oh what do they have uh, uh, you know like a baby mascot big old baby that comes up out on stage well I learned from the bartender here that um, yes for sure uh, there is a big baby that comes out on stage. And apparently Lil Baby and Da Baby are friends with each other. So I'm thinking of making a rap name called Baby Baby. Baby Baby.
if I mentioned this earlier or not. Uh, however, I would say it's worth 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 uh, repeating. Uh, when I was on the subway, there was a guy who came on there and uh, he was on there playing Beatles songs, and so I didn't have any cash. However, I happened to have some Yachtly Crew picks on me, so I gave him a Yachtly Crew pick. I go, I don't have any cash, but here's a Yachtly Crew pick. Here's a pick. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. He goes, perfect timing. Uh, I was just playing my guitar with my tap card. So he was using the corner of his tap card as a as a pick, as a strumming mechanism. And I ended up giving him a Yachtly Crew pick, and it was just the perfect timing. So... I just love how that synchronicity came about. Stuff like that all over the place. Maybe it's not too late to learn how to love and forget how to hate. Isn't this where the auditions are for Yali Crew? <laughs> Thank you, Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul. For your contribution. You have passed the auditions, and when it comes time for Yachtly Crew to play live and invite invite the ladies to sing with us up on stage, you better believe that you are first in line for consideration. I'm heading up to Second City Hollywood right now to see John Krauser, a fellow cough maniac. He's in a Second City troupe. They're going to be playing tonight. This is just what the doctor ordered. I've been reading that uh, that book, Ensemble, about Chicago theater. And, uh, you know, they're talking all about Second City. So this is, this is really cool. This will be really great. This is the second time that I will be meeting him in person. So this will be fun to be in the midst of Second City, seeing, seeing it all unfold, seeing the improv... This one's called Impractical Magic. So on my way up here, I'm just sitting here thinking that I kind of look like a magician. Or at least I should say, I, sh- I, I, I imagine, I imagine a magician. This is a character, a magician with long hair. And his hair is basically an assistant. So it assists him in his magic tricks. So it's like tentacles. The hair in itself, it's, it's like a, a living thing. So things disappear, you know, appear, disappear, whatnot, because it's hiding in his hair. I talk about doves, I'm talking about uh, scepters, I'm talking about fire wands, I'm talking about juggling uh, materials talking about uh, tennis balls whatever you know it's imagine imagine the hair just juggling it's like nothing juggling or, or it's it's like lighting up candles or it's uh, plugging in plugging in a uh, plugging in a special light for added effect so that's what I imagine a a uh, magician with long hair and it in fact and that's not to say that he doesn't have an extra assistant he might have an extra assistant uh, and it's not to say that that's necessary or not necessary or unnecessary in which in which case it's something that is it's something that is uh, just an additional shenanigan you know additional shenanigan all right um that's that's about it for now i'll talk more later i think what i might end up doing is uh doing a whole brand new podcast you're hearing about me going up to see to go see the show 
I am going to make a podcast about the show, uh, people who are in the show. So we're going to interview these guys. So it'll be fun to hear their stories. All right. More later. It's 948 right now. The uh, show starts at 10. I've stopped by Second City. And they told me that the, um, oh, here we are. There you go. Good to see you again. Um, told me they, they usually start filing, filing people in around five minutes until the show. I'm now walking up the stairs. Walking up the stairs. Hi. Hey. You excited or what? Yes, sir. You're on the podcast right now. I'm on the podcast. (laughs) So, uh, how'd you guys end up getting out here? Uh, We did a show in Chicago. Not similar at all. This is a whole new show. We did a show in Chicago. They liked us. They're like, hey, you want to come out for a day? I'm like, yes. So, we wrote an entire new show. It's not even the same show as it was in December. It's completely brand new. Um, so we're high. We've been doing this for like almost three months rehearsing. So this is the first time it's in, and so you got, first so you time it's are, in front of an audience. You're going to be moving to different areas, it seems I'm like. going to New York. I don't know if it's this show we're doing or something no, new. No, no. I don't even know how many of them are coming with, but we'll figure it out. I have a show in Chicago in March still. I have a whole brand new show in March I'm doing. After that, I'll worry about May. So what happened? You started taking classes at Second City, and then they, they were like... Here are these openings to, to perform? I kind of pitched, I pitched it. I just straight up was like, hey, here's my show. And they're like, hey, we like it. Here's four Fridays or here's four Saturdays. And it's just been, this is, I'm on my third run of it now. Um, and I get paid, we get paid for it too. But depending on how many people we have, we sold out every show in December for this. So That's like, great. Yeah. It's, it's surreal how like I just kind of started as a hobby and now I'm like here in LA, booked at a show, and I it just it's it's wild. It's crazy because yeah. it just takes that kind of bravery to just go go through just with it, it and go, okay, this is something yeah. I want to do, and you have no idea how. And you you've up. known I've always wanted to do this for you probably so the did fact too. That you're, this guy saw me in my early years, like just being goofy around kids. Oh, that's because, great. Yeah. <laughs> being goofy around kids. That's, that's what I call it. Brain, brain freak. Brain freak. Yeah, brain freak. Yeah. I remember blunder. Blunder. <laughs> does, that, does brain do these guys like pop up in your shows at all ever? Brain Freak does. He'll be in this one briefly. Oh, that's great. Briefly, I think we're about to go in. I don't know. All right, I'll I'll, 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 podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll record you guys more later. I'll hey, get everybody's stories. Hang out after the show. I'm going to come after the show. Great. Hey, you guys were great up there. I'm Kurt. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm friends with John. I mean, this is so kick-ass to you guys. To see, to see the Chicagoans up on stage, man, doing... Big deal. Doing I mean, I, so I, cool. I had never done a show in L.A. Oh, you guys touring with this show? Or you guys places? Well, he, uh, we started in Chicago, and then we got this, like, one-time thing that we're like, why not? He just said that he got New York, um, but I think a few of us have some... And this is your first time out here in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I had never even seen the theater. It's great, and it's great to see all these photos of all the pioneers of it. Have I what? Have you been to the Chicago Second City? I took, well, I took classes out in the second city out of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, I'm from Chicago, so oh, it was just really great to see you guys out here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so great. Like, say, like yes and, and, and ensemble stuff is, like, so near and dear to me. When I moved out here, I realized just, like, how spoiled I was when I came out here. Because you're so spoiled when you realize that everybody is with you, you know, and there's no competition within Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just pure, exactly. it's pure collaboration. Yeah. Oh, it's so... And that's why I think, like, the Chicago theater community is so great, because they have that sort of, like, improv kernel, and, like, that carries them through, like, be supportive and, like, give more yeah. than you're getting and that kind yeah. of thing. That's why I love Chicago. And it's beautiful because it really, it, it inspires you to really experiment and really... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stretch out with your imagination. And, yeah, stretch out. And not just to be, like, to, like, get rid of the ego when you're just like, no, I'm just going to be here with my partner and see like what the fuck happens. Well, it's great because I'm reading this and it's a really
really big book. It's called Ensemble. And it's all about the history of Chicago. Like, it came out a few months ago. And it's great because a lot of my friends and teachers that I had at Columbia College are, are quoted in this thing. So it's like, it's so cool to see them... And I never even realized when I was going to Columbia, like, just how deep into it. Like, there's a picture of a guy named Jim Zulovic who is with Second City um, Chicago. He's up on a wall over there. So it was really cool. To, well, he's, unfortunately, he's passed away at this point. But I remember seeing him on, on the Second City stages, going there. And then when I went to Columbia College, he ended up being one of my teachers. So it was like... It was so crazy. And then to come out here, and then there he is up on the wall. This is my first time being at this building oh ever here tonight. So it's just really, I mean, everything about tonight is and, really cool. And that's the thing about Chicago, too, is it's such a small, like, like, it's a big city, but it's a very small city. Too. Yeah. Like, if you see a director or, you know, performer that you really like, it's easy to, like, stay in touch with them and, like, kind of keep up and see what they're doing. Yeah, you might end up finding yourself in a production with them. Yeah. Totally. And totally. it's so crazy because, like, reading this book, it's so cool because you can see the lineage you can see how everybody was included with like nobody had any competition with all these other theaters all these other all these theaters were up and coming at the same time and so actors over here were working at theaters over here and then directors over here were working at, at theaters over there and nobody had any any issue with it and it was just beautiful and it was so great to see you come out playing your that was a ukulele right yeah. oh my god it was just so great to see everybody it, like, she, I, like we talked about the song like once and the next where it was just like, okay, I got it, like, no problem, like, it's so good. <laughs> So great. I think your great. timer's going, by the way. Oh, this is my podcast. This is my podcast. Yeah. Oh, are you recording? I'm recording you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. I know. I you into the podcast? Oh, yeah, actually. I mean, I used to do podcasts all the time. Like, yeah. So... So I have my own podcast. It's called Inspirato Projecto. So the whole idea is that it inspires me and then and I project it on top. And the thing is, is that like I always meet just tons of really interesting people out on the streets, whether it's on the subway or at street corners and stuff. And so I end up having them as my guests, like just on my podcast. And I also have a radio show too. So it's like it's so inspiring for me to be able to share all these great, all these great. Uh, and like in the moment too. That's the thing too, because when it's in the moment, then it's like. You it's can't an inesca- anything. It's, just like, it's an inescapable. It's a moment that you can yeah. no longer ever have yeah, again. Yeah. Like improv. And the cool thing is, it's like these are all these are all are, like archives for my future self because my my future self is like thinking back to this day, at this moment in time, when this happened, and it's like it's so crazy because like right now it's happening in now, but in the future self, this is all just a memory in his brain. And I just right, yeah, it's like. A journal and, and a diary in the same yeah that's a beautiful thing technology that we are really yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. well it was such a pleasure thank you are there any instagram pages or anything that you want to like like promote yes. to anybody or anything uh i'm an actor in chicago so so follow me on madeline p gross one on instagram madeline p gross one that's me um, see my shows I have an upcoming short film coming out so see that see it all follow me see that Love it. see it all That's what's the name of your short film the name of the short film is Playland it's about it's kind of a futuristic film where a mother loses her child and turns to virtual reality to continue to have a relationship it's very deep wow. very black mirror um, yeah. it, it's gonna it's gonna have an effect for sure yeah it's great is there anything you want to promote? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what's your name, by the way? My name is Stephanie Saltiel, and uh, you can follow me on Insta at SJSaltiel. Um, and that's that's it. I think no numbers. I hope that is it. And uh, I have an upcoming show at Second City Chicago. It's called Are You Still Watching? It's a streaming content parody. Um, super fun show. It's going to be a lot of improv. we got a ton of uh, really, really talented and funny cast members. Um, very excited for that. And yeah, hopefully more to come. And I also do stand-up, so catch me in open mics. You're all over the place. Yeah. She's really fucking funny. You got oh. tentacles. You got tentacles. That's great. And also a mediocre ukulele player. There you go. A mediocre. <laughs> the world's best mediocre yes, ukulele. Yes, the greatest mediocre. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> mediocre. Yes. She's truly awesome. Oh my god. Oh, I love it. Pleasure working with her. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. so great seeing you all up there having fun. Thank and you just... so much for coming. Oh it yeah. Blast. It was great. It was great. Thank you.
It's been a while since I've heard in intense crow discussions. Whatever they're discussing up there sounds very important. Very important. I'm going to start enunciating more for this podcast. I realize a lot of times my mission is more about <clears throat> getting the feeling down, getting the ideas down, and I am forgetting about... Um, <clears throat> actually <coughs> talking in a way that is understandable and clear and concise. A lot of times I mumble over what I'm saying. I just mumble it. And then I realize, well, if my sent sentiments are, if my, my intentions are to tell a story or to leave some information for my future self then wouldn't it be good for me to make sure that I, I'm, I'm, I'm legible legible you can use that word right it doesn't just have to be stuff that you write down Leg legible can be what you're saying too I think Legible, legible, legitimate. That's the root word of legible, isn't it? Legitimate. Ledge, legitimate. Legit. Ledge, ledger. Leg, legal. 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 Huh. It's interesting because L-E-G is, is basically the root of that. So does that mean like the, the legs that you're standing on? I think that that's what that means. Like something that is legal, it's something that is legal, something that is strong. It's, it's, it's um, there and firm. It's a, it's a good, it's a foundation. That's interesting. Foundation. Keyword of foundation. Isn't that interesting? It's found. So you can be a founder. So, you've, so you, you, you started the thing. Does that mean you found something that no one else saw? And you decided to start it up? Maybe. Founder. Foundation. Foundation. Founding. The founding. Words are uh, an amazing puzzle, just on their own. If you really, if you really just dive deep down the rabbit hole of words of the, uh, I almost said etymology. It's not etymology, is it? It's not ethnography either. Ent entomology? No. Um, Edema? No. What is that? No, what is it? Um, it's like linguistics, but it's, 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 it goes along with that. Linguistics and, uh, you, those of you who know, know. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. But the study of language, the root words, the suffixes, the prefixes. I, I, I. I'm gonna plant this little seed in your brain. This is my little, and it's not a challenge. My, uh, this is my, my curiosity, I suppose, that I'm planting in your brain. <clears throat> Listen to the words that you're using. Notice the words that others are using. 
what are the what are the roots of those words? That's something to think about. What are the roots of those words? What is it? You know, break it down. A foundation. Asian is like nation, station, Asian, like action. Foundation. Foundation. You found it. You started it. And this is the act of it. This is the act of starting it. The foundation. The nation of founding. Foundation. So there you go. There's a little bit of vocabulary acrobatics for you. So thank you very much for your consideration. I want to talk about Kazoo Day, Thursday on the 28th. Living it up in Uptown. Gonna turn that frown right upside down. Put your lips on to the Kazoo Council members? <laughs> 